thrilling, thrilling for me to see him taking this church. He's a great pastor uh, with an evangelistic heart and a, a teacher and just a good pastor. And uh, I often say to people, don't be, want to become a great pastor, just become a good pastor. <laughs> and then you may become a great pastor afterwards, you know. So, um, so yeah, so it's good to be with you. I know that a few people have been coming from the church here. Um, I know that you've had Joseph and Ore, and, uh, and you've got me today. Um, so, so it's good to... It's good to be with you. It really is good to be with uh, everybody today. Um, if you turn with me to Matthew, please. Matthew 11, I think. It's... Matthew 11. just want to speak for a few moments upon something. I don't know whether you feel it the same as I, but with everything that's going on in the world today, I get a bit wearied with it. Did you? You know, there's so much happening in the world today. Even though we're walking with the Lord, even though we're with the Lord, everything that's happening around us is quite wearisome. You know, we've got so many threats against us, both politically, economically, also war and the threats that's going on in Taiwan and Ukraine and all the stuff that's going on and when you watch the news it's just depressing it really is it's totally depressing and um, and I, I believe that God in the midst of all this he wants to speak to us and he wants to bring us comfort he really does so uh, when I was thinking about what to speak this morning because I just want to you know I don't want to bring anything too kind of directional but I just want to come to you as as the church of Jesus Christ in Harlow. And I just want to encourage you in the things of God. And, you know, this scripture in Matthew 11, um, the verses that I really want to speak to is in verse 28, and it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Fantastic verses. This all came in the backdrop of John the Baptist asking, was Jesus was the one, or was he, we were expecting someone else to come afterwards, and Jesus started to explain who he was, and you know, before those verses, he says, at that time Jesus said, I praise you, Father, uh, the Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All the things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those whom the Son chooses to reveal. The Lord hasn't revealed this to the proud or to the learned, but he will always reveal things to people with childlike faith who are prepared to humble themselves 
Now, I'm not saying childish. There's a difference between childish and childlike. There's too much childish behavior in the church. When people get offended and different things for the slightest things and we expect too much of one another and when, you know, it doesn't quite go right, I don't think there's anywhere upon the face of the planet that gets more offended than within the church. And that is childish. That's not who Jesus will be speaking about. He is speaking about childlike, which is a big difference. So here we see that... uh, in the life of Jesus, we hear about his lengthy speeches and we're told about his, his, uh, how he was fulfilled prophecy and his unjust arrest and eventually his death and his amazing resurrection. We're told a lot about Jesus. But nowhere are we told about his heart apart from these verses of Scripture. And Jesus said, come to me, you are heavy laden. Take rest and learn from me. And learn from me. So what Jesus is actually saying is this. I want to reveal how gentle I am. How humble at heart I am. And we know that the heart is not just the center of our emotions, but it's everything. The heart animates everything that we do. In fact, it says from our heart comes the issues of life. So in our heart, everything emanates from our heart. And so every kind of action that Jesus, you know, um, uh, performed upon the earth, it's it's a revelation of who he is and his heart. And what an amazing situation here that we see that Jesus pulls away, pulls, uh, pulls back and unveil, starts to unveil his heart, who he really is. The very center of his being. And he isn't austere. And he isn't demanding. Or he isn't even dignified in heart. What we see here, the Bible says that he has a joyful and a generous heart towards us. Towards you and towards me. That's his heart towards us this morning. And you know, the, so we see here that, that how he portrays himself is gentle and humble. In fact, it says, there was a prophetic word in Zechariah 9, verse 9, when it says, Rejoice greatly, daughter Shout, uh, uh, daughter Zion, shout, daughter Jerusalem. See your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey. And we know that that was a prophetic word for, for Jesus. He was humble and he was riding on a donkey. So this morning, I just, I am very blessed and, you know, In these verses, Jesus says, come to me. Just come to me. And the people who he's saying, come to me, is those who are weary and heavy laden. So if you feel heavy laden and weary this morning, maybe because of personal reasons, or maybe because things are not quite going right in family, 
or maybe you've had a reversal in your economic situation or whatever or maybe you're just tired of bad news we are candidates to find rest we are the ones that Jesus is speaking about here he says you will find rest so we know that Christianity isn't about a doing it's not a do religion it's about coming religion I want you to come to me I want you to draw close to me this morning I want you to come to me so the invitation is to everyone who is weighed down this morning and feeling burdened that's who Jesus is speaking to now I am amazed that the King of Glory would choose to reveal his heart in this way it's amazing the King of Glory the one who was raised from the dead the one who brought everything into being by the power of his word chooses to reveal himself to us in this way and chooses to unveil his heart in this way to us it doesn't unveil his, unveil his heart in any other scriptures apart from this in these practical ways and he wants us to know the truth about who he is so here we see that Jesus is just waiting all the time he's waiting to be wanted and we see that in the parable of the prodigal when you know when Jesus when the prodigal went away and there was a father just waiting for him to come back all the time all the time every day he was just waiting for his son to come back because he was waiting to be wanted and I say to all of us this morning that Jesus is waiting to be wanted he's waiting to be wanted that's all he's wanting to do is waiting to be wanted that's the only criteria he asks for to be wanted and I don't know whether we are all people of faith this morning but Jesus is waiting to be wanted I remember when your pastor was not a Christian and Christ came into his life your next pastor should I say and he completely changed him and he's discovered how kind of kind and what Jesus is ill is so we know that the definition of Jesus's heart we know it in the scriptures we can see by his actions we can see how he wept how he looked upon people with compassion so there's not one word of condemnation over us this morning not one word and he says if you come to me you will find rest praise God not only do we have the peace of God we have peace with God and we have the peace of God within us and God is showing us his heart here he really is and there's no condemnation and what a promise what a promise out of everything he just wanted to reveal he just you know John the Baptist asked are you the one or do I expect another one to come and he went into you know uh, he went into a description of his ministry but then he comes to the end of this uh, this discourse and then this is what he wants to leave with the people he was an answer to John the Baptist yes I am the one why 
because anyone who comes to me will find rest and it's true right today. What an amazing saviour. What an amazing saviour. In this scripture, four times it says you, 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 you. In fact, your. Jesus wants to become personal with us. This morning, he wants, us, he wants to become personal. He's talking to us as individuals. Doesn't matter what the person next to you is doing or how they are thinking because there's so many thoughts in this room today. The fact is, the Lord is speaking to you. He's speaking to the audience of one today. And he's speaking to you. And Jesus was speaking to individuals here. So he wants to get personal with us, and we know that from our salvation. We know that we have a personal relationship with Jesus, which is amazing. And I'm sure that you've thought of your salvation. I've thought of my salvation many, many times and thought how we kind of became very personal with me to bring me to Christ. And when I hear testimonies, how God has become, how Jesus has become personal with people, to bring them to Christ. Because there is only one way to the Father, but there are many ways to Jesus. And we've all, become, we've all had different ways in which we've, become, which we've come to Jesus. So today, I just want to encourage you that the heart of Jesus is humble. So humble that he takes us on which is amazing. So he says, come to me, come. I want you to come. The choice is yours. The choice is ours. He's not going to force his way. It's always by invitation. Come. So in the times that we live, and we're living in perilous times, and this is, this is kind of, this was predicted that this would happen before the return of Christ. But in the midst of all that, there's an invitation. There's an invitation, there's an invitation to you, there's an invitation to me. And what an invitation. What an amazing invitation that is given to you and to me. He's not demanding anything from us. He's demanding nothing. This is a completely... Uh, unconditional invitation to you and to me to come. What an amazing Savior. What an incredible Savior. I love Jesus more than anything today. I love him because he first loved me. And he died for me so that I could have life. And not only has he done that, but all the way through my life since coming to know him, there's a constant invitation to come. Every morning, there's an invitation for me to come to him, to come, to feel his presence, to know his heart, really. Not only is it an invitation, he gives us three kind of, he gives us three kind of stipulations of what would ha happen. He says, I want you to learn from me. I want you to learn from me. 
God wants to teach us in the process of coming to us. He wants to teach us. He wants us to become his disciples. And as we come to him, and as we learn from him, praise God, we will come to trust him more. Every day we should be in the process of laying our lives down and becoming his disciple. Every day we must be in the process of just dying to ourselves and following Jesus. Every day we must look to the cross because that is the absolute ultimate accomplishment of Jesus. But all the time, Jesus said, I want you to come to me. You who are heavy laden and weary, I want you to come to me. Please come to me. I'm, I'm dying for you to come to me. And I've died for you to come to me. I want you to come to me, please. Don't go to the news. Don't kind of be controlled by everything that's happening around you. Don't be the negativity in the world today. Please, please, please. You do not need to be governed by that. There's a separate principle. There's a law of the kingdom of God that completely opposes what is happening today in the world. And in the midst of all this, we have got to demonstrate to the world outside the peace of God. We have. We really have. Learn from me. You see, life is simplified when we are united and around Christ. Learn from me. This is the exciting thing about Christianity. We are lifelong learners. We never graduate. We are lifelong learners. So in the midst of all this, and maybe you feel, maybe you feel weary, and maybe you feel burdened, but there's a promise in the midst of all this. But also there's a condition, and the condition is that we learn from Jesus. That we learn from him. That we learn from his word. That we learn in prayer, that we get into that tight relationship and we learn from him. And he wants to teach us so much. He wants to change us from one degree of glory to another. He doesn't change us from 10 degrees of glory to another 10 degrees. He changes us one degree, one degree, one degree, one degree, from one degree of glory to the next. And that is the exciting part. Praise God. He invites us to go on a journey with him. <laughs> and this journey is an adventure. You know, I, I'm an ex-heroin addict. I, I was a heroin addict before I came to know Christ. And that's a story in itself. But then I came to know Christ. I got involved in the local church. Just started to serve, like, on the car parks. Great car park attendance this morning. But I just started to learn. And within weeks, I realized that if I continue to come to him, and continue to learn from him, he would take me on a journey. 
and that journey has been exciting. And it's a river. You know, God, God never acts spontaneously. He never acts spontaneously. So often when we're in a prayer meeting or something happens and we think, oh, that's a spontaneous. That's spontaneous with us. God never, never works spontaneously. Never. He's got a plan. And he's got a purpose. <laughs> and he's working everything else and he's working with you. And we become co-laborers with Christ. And, you know, God takes us on a journey and we learn from him. And it's a lifelong learning process. And it's exciting. It really is. It really is. Learn from me. Learn from me. And the invitation is to all of us. It doesn't matter. In fact, it says, you know, this is going to be revealed to people with a child. Uh, 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 revealed to them to the little children. In other words, it's, it's, not going to, it's going to be revealed to everybody. Anybody who's prepared to become childlike. Every single person that's be prepared to become childlike. It will be revealed to us. Wow. Then he says, take my yoke. Because my yoke fits properly. The Bible says about taking the yoke of the world. The yoke of the world does nothing but damage you. But the yoke of Christ, praise God, gives you rest. Learn from me. Learn from me. And then he goes on to say, I am gentle. I am gentle. Jesus is revealing his heart. I'm gentle. I'm gentle with you. It's one of the Beatitudes. Gentleness. Mountain on a donkey. Gentle. And he's gentle. So Jesus doesn't easily get exasperated and neither is he harsh with us. He is the most understanding person in the universe. He knows all about us. He knows every detail about us. And he doesn't just get exasperated. He does, he does chastise us. And he needs to chastise us. Because like it says in Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews, that he, he chastises those who he loves. He does chastise. And I praise God for the chastisement of, of the Lord. He chastises us. But he's the most understanding person that we could ever meet. He's not harsh. But he's understanding. He understands. He, he welcomes us with open arms. So I am gentle. The Lord is gentle. Sometimes it doesn't feel gentle, but he is gentle. Sometimes it feels as though the Lord is, it's just not, but it, it's just, you know, the way he disciplines us, but he's gentle. He knows us perfect. Come, come, come to me, 
come to me. You come to me. Come to me. Learn from me. Become my disciple. Follow me. Follow me. And I promise you, as you follow me, you will discover my gentleness. Not weakness, but gentleness. Now, can you imagine that Jesus was saying this before his death and resurrection? He was leaving himself incredibly vulnerable. But he was speaking to those people who God was going to reveal himself to, those with childlike faith. And he says, listen, you will discover my gentleness. And I'm sure that all of us can have got testimonies the way that he's led us. You see, there's a difference between the grace of God and the mercy of God. The grace of God is that we receive something that we don't deserve. And praise God for his grace, because the grace of God saved us. We receive something that we don't deserve. But the mercy of God is, is that we do not receive something that we do deserve. And if he treated us how we really deserved, it would really be, really, we would be, I think we would be wiped out. But God's mercy, he, he saves us because we deserve it, but we don't receive it because he is gracious. Wonderful, gentle Jesus. Meek and mild. And not only is he gentle, but he's humble. He says, I am humble. I will give you rest for my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble or lonely for your souls. You see, this, our souls are, are, are where it counts spiritually, and our souls must prosper if the rest of us are going to prosper. We must have a prosperity of soul, a healthiness of soul. And if with that prospers, everything else will prosper. But he says, listen, I want, to, I, want to, I want to bless you. I want you to find rest for your souls. That part of us that really is the very center of our being, I want you to find rest in your souls. Because I am humble. I am humble. You see, Jesus said that he did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but he humbled himself and became obedient even to the cross. That's how humble Jesus is. He humbled himself to the cross. And Jesus is saying, I am accessible to you. I am accessible to you. I want you to be blessed. So the qualification of this is that he humbled himself, is accessible. I will give you rest, and this rest is a gift. It's not a transaction. He wants to give it to you. He just wants to give it to you. Not expecting anything back. Apart from to come to him. 
learn from him. So learn from him. He's tender, open, welcoming, accommodating, understanding, and he's willing. And we can see a demonstration of his heart when he healed the leper. We can see a demonstration of his heart when those four men brought him to Jesus and he says, you are healed. We can see it, we can see the tenderness of Jesus when he saw the crowds and he was moved with compassion. This is Jesus that we're talking about. This is the Son of God. Twice in the gospel he broke down in tears because of what he saw. Because he was revealing his heart. What an amazing saviour. And no matter what this world throws at us, this doesn't change. Never changes. And I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you that, you know, whatever we're going through today, that his heart towards us is absolutely right. And he goes on to say this, I am gentle, humble in heart, and you will find rest. Rest. Rest for your souls. Rest. Peace. Rest in the middle of this troubled world, and the world needs us to be people like this. The world out there is a troubled world, guys. And the last thing that he needs is troubled Christians. <laughs> the last thing that God needs is troubled Christians who's just absolutely, absolutely fearful of everything. And it's the same with COVID. COVID, we know the challenges of what has happened with COVID. We've been able to open the church all the way through, apart from a month and a week. And, uh, apart from three months and a month. We've opened it. And a number of months ago, and I'm not saying you do this, I said to the church, we're never mentioning that name in this church again. We're never mentioning the name COVID. Why are we bringing this into a place of worship? We know what we've got to do. We know what we've got to do. But let's not become fearful of it. And I'm an ex-psychiatric nurse, by the way. And I've seen how that fear has now become a mental illness because some people have allowed the devil to get in through this illness. And it's got to stop. We've got to stop. We've got to believe that our lives are in God's hands <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> We've got to operate in a different way. And we, you know, we've done everything we possibly can. I'm not, I'm not being stupid. Or, in fact, we've had no transaction, transition, uh, transmission in the church. But do not become fearful. Do not become fearful about this or anything else. Because God wants to give you rest. 
And the rest of God is not like the rest that the world would portray. It's a trust. Rest comes out of trust that we are trusting Jesus in this. And not only are we trusting Jesus in this, but our soul and our hearts become prosperous in the midst of all this. And I say, church, come on, let's rise in Jesus' name. Let's rise in Jesus' name. This has gone on for long enough. Let's make sure that the devil isn't lying to us because Jesus is in control of our lives. Hallelujah. And when we are learning from him and when we are humbling ourselves and when we are putting him under ourselves under his uh, instructions, should I say, I promise you that we will have rest for ourselves. We will have the peace of God that transcends all understanding. Oh, Jesus, I pray that we will be bold in our faith. that we will move in faith and we will be bold in our faith. Hallelujah. So now is the time not to concentrate on COVID. But now is the time to concentrate on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Let's put that into perspective. We know all about it. We know the dangers. In Jesus' name, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow heart after you. I'm going to continue to learn from you. I'm going to continue to operate in faith. And I'm going to continue to be an answer to this world that's in big trouble in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's just pray together. Okay. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for your heart towards us. We thank you, Lord, that we can learn from you. We thank you, Lord, that when we, your heart is humble. You are gentle with us. Father, we do not want, we do, we, we are, we've been burdened with all these things. We've been heavy laden, but in the midst of all this, I pray that we'll run to you, that we'll come to you, and that we'll abide in you. In Jesus' name, amen.